0: Back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsey Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Big Red Birdies here on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Megan Whitaker here with Lindsey Teal. And we spent the whole first segment kind of recapping our tournament in Florida where we finished Second, um, we were going to do a quirky question, but we have gotten quite a few um, different texts in. The text line is open at four zero two four six four five six eight five. So, Lindsay, if you want to, yeah, we'll just pick start a question. Here, we've yeah. got a
1: few that came in. Um, let's see. Well, the first few kind of still talking about our tournament in Florida. Uh, did you have any free time to do any sightseeing or go to the beach? <laughs> Unfortunately. Kind of
0: answer, no, but... not not really. Um we spent most of the day at the golf course, especially Monday. We were there at uh six before six, six six in the morning mm-hmm. until six thirty at night, I mm-hmm. think, on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, not I, a whole lot of sightseeing.
1: Our days are pretty long. I guess the tournaments that we do thirty six eighteen, they combine the first two rounds into one day and then the second round. We just play 18 in the morning and then fly home. So those tournaments where they condense them like that, the three rounds into mm-hmm. two days, um, there is not a lot of time that we have outside of when we're on the golf course, but we did have the extra practice day when we were down there, but I guess, yeah, we can kind of walk through what that schedule looked like. We left uh, Friday afternoon Yep. from Omaha and, um, got into we had a layover in Atlanta and then got to Fort Lauderdale Friday night so that you know takes a few hours to get both flights and down to down to Florida but so from there um we just had dinner at the airport and then headed to the hotel and then Saturday uh gosh I'm trying to think of what Saturday even was
0: we did the we practiced for about 2 hours and then had our practice, had practice our first round. practice round mm-hmm. yeah
1: so and I guess we yeah sleep a bit have breakfast in the morning at a decent hour and then kinda of just make our way to the course. So that day was spent mostly at the course. Mm-hmm. Went to a nice dinner that night and then uh that day was kind of just like a bonus day. Because it was, yeah. the official practice round is always the day before. So we had um just kind of the extra practice round, lots of time for practice, just getting used to the grass, stuff like that. Um but yes, spent at the course and then Sunday's the official practice round day. So kind of similar schedule. Uh yep. woke up, had breakfast couple hours of practice and then practice round dinner that night and yes. then we get into the busy tournament schedule so. yes
0: monday and tuesday were 5 a.m wake-up calls so yeah they and were early early days
1: monday's on the course the full day all 36 holes we finished before dark which is yes, great that was a nice uh sometimes we don't finish yeah. and then have to finish that the next day but we were happy to finish that while there was still daylight uh so then we have a have dinner do the stats go to bed um, and then Tuesday, same start time, 8 a.m. shotgun. So we're at the course 630 or whatever it is. Um, then our play our 18 holes, grab a quick lunch and then rush to the airport. Mm-hmm. So, and then we got home about 1130 midnight, yeah, about something midnight. like that. So it is, I mean, when it's all said and done, it's a very packed trip. Um, lots of golf packed into a few days. Um, normally not a lot of time for sightseeing, unfortunately, but I guess one of the good things about golf i would say even over other sports is that we get to see a lot of the area's nature just by being on the course so we do get to see kind of wherever we're at we get to see a lot of their outside stuff anyway so yeah when you're down in the everglades and they have alligators and
0: we did see a baby alligator
1: we saw iguanas um i didn't see a live snake which i'm happy about i saw a dead snake but (laughs) (laughs) yeah just lots of Lots of different animals. So we do get to see a little bit of that just being on the course, I guess. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Got another question there? Uh, yes.
0: Um, Question that came in. Are your coaches able to help during a tournament? And if so, how do they help or what do they do to help?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And it was honestly something, me coming into college, it was a whole new world for me. And yeah, just mm-hmm. learning kind of how, how college coaches interact with the team you know because it's a lot different than summer tournaments on your own where you're just kind of out there by yourself and don't really have a lot of contact with anyone but yeah i guess you can you can start off with that answer if you want or i can
0: yeah um i think each college program does it different um you're allowed to have two coaches out there and so each team kind of has different strategies it's kind of fun to ask girls like oh who does your coach walk with or who do they help um typically for our team our assistant coach will walk with a player for the whole round, all 18 holes, no matter how they're doing. Um, And he just really helps with with start lines and committing and is very valuable for that player. And then our head coach will typically go to – typically to par 3. Sometimes she will be at par 5s or um, she'll see like, oh, this par 4 is playing harder, so why don't I go kind of see what happens. So um, those of us who don't have the assistant coach with us, we will see our head coach every three or four holes – Mm-hmm. and she'll just kind of bounce around and make sure everyone has food and water. But,
1: yeah. 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 I think it's it's helpful um, after we play the first day so the coach can kind of know. Well, I guess she kind of has a sense, too, from the practice round, which we yeah. are playing the hardest. And, okay, we can look at our stats from the first day and see where we lost some strokes as a team or if there's any, you know, common trends on this hole or that hole. And so she kind of uses that to then find out where she's kind of going to park herself. Yeah. So, and then she'll help us as we're coming through but it is it's a pretty good dynamic that those two have because um, you know if if our coach Matt is walking with us we have him there the whole time and he just helps us to stay patient and to just yeah like you said choose our lines and stick to those Um, so that's really nice to have him there and just help us with course course management stuff Mm -hmm. and staying level and everything like that Um, but then Jeannie can kind of help us with Anything and everything as yes. he's roaming around. Yes. So
0: yeah. It works very well. Yeah. It is nice to be able to have coaches out there to help. Oh yeah. yeah. It's
1: it's great. They know a lot more than we do yes. about course setup and everything mm. like that. Um, let's see. We'll talk about some other ones here. Um are the, how do the courses you play in college tournaments compare to the courses in Lincoln?
0: Yeah, um, I think it really depends on where we are going. Um, Obviously, if we leave the Midwest, the grass is going to be completely different no matter where we go. Even Arizona grass is going to be different than Nebraska and Florida and Texas. I mean, it's all just very different. Um, I think we're very fortunate in Nebraska. We have a lot of courses that can challenge us. I mean, specifically in Lincoln, Firethorn, I think is one of the like there's not many courses I would say that are necessarily more challenging than yeah. Firethorn, so we are fortunate to have a tough course. Yes, but yes, I would say there's a lot the green complexes I think in college are a lot harder than the typical golf course I yeah. think a lot of people would think about, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you miss the green i mean even if you hit the green, your putt could have a ton of break to it. I think yeah. we saw that like Wisconsin in some tournaments this fall. it's like You could have a 30 footer and be playing it six or eight feet away from the hole. And if you miss it on the wrong part of the green or you miss the green completely, you could really have a tough chip. And a lot of times in college, they'll make the greens really firm and fast. So I think the green complexes typically make college courses different than maybe Mm -hmm. just average courses Mm -hmm. you'd see really anywhere. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and I was going to say, I think one of the biggest things I've noticed is that these courses that we're playing are so well designed Yes. to be tricky and like the people that are designing them know where misses are going to be and where that can bite us the most and yeah. i think that's just the thing that i've noticed is it just like gets me every time i'll miss it here and i'm like wow whoever designed this thought of that yep knew that a miss here you know and they they incorporated that into their course where a miss in this spot would really just kill them on mm-hmm. this hole so i think that's what's uh, these people who design them are just so smart and they make them so tricky in little ways like that to where it's like, you almost can't even see some of the spots that are the bad misses until you go there. Yep. But it's just, everything is so well thought out and every mound and every, you know. Bunker. every Everything is yeah. just so well placed. It's like, you're on the tee and they know that the people playing these tees are going to hit it about this far. And so they're going to place a bunker right there mm-hmm. so that you have to make a decision lay up or do you risk it and go try and go past the bunker so yeah i just think that the, the courses that we play, they just they make them tricky in all the right spots they do i would say they do so and i i will say i mean Firethorn pete dye design it's an incredible test for us and it has a lot of those aspects where it's um very much a placement course you need to know what you're doing and be thinking course management on every shot um and that's that's one of the big things that i've noticed with the college courses we play is you have to be on your mental game and on your course management game every shot. There's no, there's nowhere you can kind of just like take a break because it'll it'll get you. It will. It really will. <laughs> so we we're very lucky that we have Firethorn to test us in that way. Yeah. So
0: yeah, we actually have another question um, specifically about courses, so we can kind of touch on that a little bit. Um, the question is: Your next tournament is in Arizona. Do you like Arizona desert courses or Florida courses better? And do you have a different different practice plans for each type of course
1: Hmm. I think um, normally our coaches know the courses is pretty well that we're going to and so they can kind of see ahead of time okay what's this course like you know generally is it going to be tree-lined is it going to be more you know more of a placement course what are the greens going to be like they normally have a pretty good sense of that going in and so they'll kind of tailor our practice towards that yeah. like um, whether it's I know in a few weeks we'll go down to Westbrook and it's a lot of wedges. And Mm -hmm. so we'll be really working hard on our wedges these next few weeks and setting up different drills and different games with that to really hone in on that. Um, So I would say, yes, it's our practice is tailored in that way. And we kind of know what's coming up and what we're really going to need to be on with Mm -hmm. when we go to those tournaments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. It, um, it does help when the coaches know where we're going and what we need to do well, but Um, I think as a college golfer, we have played courses coast to coast. So it's important that all of our games can adapt to whatever type of style, of course, because we will play super tight and tree line courses and then go play wide open courses. And then, I mean, we just played a course with a ton of hazards everywhere. And then when we'll go to Arizona, it'll be a ton of desert and a lot shorter where this course we had a lot more long iron. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I think it's different grasses. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, you just learn to kind of take your game and play whatever you have, wherever you are. Yeah,
1: Adjust, learn on the fly. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We're going to keep rolling with the questions here. We've got quite a few. Um, Do you guys have a course you're most excited to play during the spring season?
0: Ooh. Hmm.
1: I would say for me, I'm very excited to go to Westbrook. Westbrook. I don't know so much about the course. I know there's a lot of wedges, but I haven't been down there yet. But I just know that there's such a strong... Um, Husker community down there and I'm just so excited to go see it I just know we'll have a lot of Husker fans we'll have you know yeah just the whole group of people down there which I'm really you can probably speak on that more I've just heard a lot about it but I'm very excited
0: (laughs) I went there my freshman year and I couldn't believe that there were so many people there to watch college golf and specifically Husker fans they set up a my freshman year they had a tailgate set up on hole 3. They had they were making wood-fired pizzas for everyone oh and that God. was a Husker fan. Um and they would chant Go Big Red to you <laughs> from the middle of the fairway after you hit a shot and they would like do like a wave of high fives. Oh, that's and awesome. then last year there was a tailgate set up on hole 16, the par 3. They had a huge following. Wow. So it's just it's very cool. There's um a lot of the other schools we play against are very jealous yeah. of the amount of support that Nebraska <laughs> like, what is has. This? Because they'll just all come out in all their red gear and Husker Aww. carts and flags and just they just absolutely love it. So that's awesome.
1: Well yeah. I'll even say, I mean, Husker fans are everywhere. Yeah. Because we were just in Florida, South Florida specifically, and we had multiple people come like up to a gr- us on a the cruise. A yeah. group of people. They were with the South Florida Huskers, which I I will say I did not know was a thing until we were down there. But I mean they have this whole little organization and they just support the Husker teams who come down to Florida to compete so yeah. they had a few people come out we had a guy welcome us um the first day during the practice round we had a few more people come out and watch us during the tournament and that was just the best thing I mean to go that far and to still see someone in red with the Husker site, you know it's just wow there are Husker fans everywhere that's yeah. incredible
0: Yeah, well, um, we have to cut to break, but we will be back uh, shortly for our final segment here on Big Red Birdies at 93.7 The Ticket.